everyone. I'm Alexa. And I'm Catherine. And we're the girls behind Tickets, Please. And on today's episode, we're talking about crime dramas. History is of ages past, unenlightened shadows cast. It's amazing. I used it one time and I texted you. I got it that day. I used it that night that I got it. And I was like, this is literally the best cleanser I've ever used. And I've used a lot because while I'm not a makeup person, I do like, I've used a lot of different cleansers and I've used a lot of different like moisturizers and all that stuff. So I've, I've gone through them. This is by far the best one I've ever used. Thank you. Which I knew it would be because you do not use crap for convenience. So I trust your recommendations so much because you are a person who's tried them all and meticulously gone through and like found her favorite. If you use it, it's one of the best things that I'm ever going to (laughs) use. Can I get that in writing? Yes. I feel expensive when I use it too. It's As you should. The bottle is really nice. I love yes. that it's like a glass bottle. It's big too. It's not, I'm not going to have to buy it every month. Yep. And while it is expensive in quotes, mm-hmm. compared to other like prestige clean skincare, it really isn't. No, absolutely not. Also, I would like to say that while the routine that I shared on Instagram is my real routine, mm-hmm. By no means do I follow it the way that I should. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I have tried many times in my life to establish one and do it all the time. It's so hard. It's the hardest thing. I don't know why, because every time I do it, I'm like, this is amazing. I enjoy every second of it. It's so rewarding. It feels great. I love the way my skin looks and feels. And there's no part of it that I don't like. I'm not exhausted by doing it. So I don't know why it's so hard to keep doing it every day at twice a day, but I have found that it's impossible. And I've tried, I'm going on like two weeks where I've done it every day. Wow. Because of the new cleanser? Not because of the new cleanser. I had been using a different cleanser to like- You were already in the zone. Yes. And then this has really enhanced it because I just really want to use the cleanser. (laughs) I added a a bunch more to the list as I was working on it. Uh And You have no idea what it has taken me to stop myself from making a spreadsheet. I'm going to have to do it. I have to get it out of my system. You are a spreadsheet (laughs) fiend. You get, you get a hankering like a drug addict for spreadsheets. (laughs) Literally. I have to do it. (laughs) Or, Or I can't. Once it's in my head. I have to get it out. You are addicted to spreadsheets. (laughs) People think I'm obsessed with this, but I'm okay with it. I am obsessed with it. And um, I think this is an obsession that doesn't hurt anyone. So we have about 50 crime dramas to talk about today. So initially we were going to do a list episode, but when we came up with the idea, we realized that I have not seen that many. So Catherine was kind enough to make us a list of how many would you say? Like 30? 20, yeah, 25. Yeah. 25, 30. I had to watch many of them to even get a sense of what I would put on the list. And what we found was in my watching for the first time and her rewatching that we were unable to narrow it down in any way and wanted to talk about literally everything that we watched. <laughs> 
So that's kind of what we're going to do. Am I remembering right that you sort of didn't think you liked crime dramas? No, it wasn't that I didn't think I liked them. It was just that for some reason, the few that I had seen, I thought were fine, but not great. Nothing that made me want to watch like I ended up doing. I devoured nine of them in four days. So (laughs) I hadn't watched any that were so invigorating that made me want to really dive into the genre. And now you're there. Now I'm there. Now I literally want to finish the list that you made. I want to look for more. I was looking through as I watched them because so many of them were on HBO Max. You know, when you click one and then they show you like related titles. I was like vigorously searching through those to like Google what they were about, if they were similar. I couldn't get enough. I I was... (laughs) All in, baby. I am a longtime fan of this genre, but it's been a while since Mm -hmm. I've watched a lot of them. And this has reawakened that love. Mm -hmm. And now I'm full speed ahead. It's so interesting to me that you like it because so many of them have so much disturbing content that I know it's not, not that they're scary, but I know some stuff can upset you and then it stays with you. And it's the kind of thing where you don't really want to watch those kinds of movies. So it's interesting that this does it for you when you can't go like any scarier or more suspenseful than this kind of. Thrown like a star in my vast if I open my eyes to take a peek to find that I was by. Can you tell me a list of what you watched or does that, is that feel like you No, really- if you want me to, I, don't, I can go through I that. Do. So I started off with an uplifting banger, Mystic River. <laughs> <laughs> and that really set the mood and the tone for me. I watched Fracture, Gone Baby Gone. I rewatched The Town for you. The Place Beyond the Pines, Training Day, No Country for Old Men. Those were the seven that I watched that you had on the list. And then I discovered two bonus uh, movies, Zodiac and Prisoners. What did you watch? Oh my God, (laughs) I'm so excited. Mine were mostly rewatches. Sleepers, Mystic River, Gone Baby Gone. Training Day was not a rewatch. I watched that for the first time. Oh. And Dog Day Afternoon was also a rewatch. I had that on my list to watch. It didn't get to it. Oh, and I rewatched The Town, of course, because I couldn't resist. (laughs) So let's get into yours. Okay. All right. So before we get going, we were going to make a list. And of course, two that were on my initial list were Seven and Silence of the Lambs. But we had kind of already discounted those because we felt like they maybe belonged in a different genre. So this is just a disclaimer to people. We are not the police of the crime drama genre. We're not trying to tell you what movies belong and what movies don't. So some of these have crossover with thrillers, action, suspense, and we just kind of went with what we were feeling on what qualified as a crime drama. So I started off with Mystic River, and I think this will be a one and done for me because it was excruciating. I knew going in that it, it, it was like that. But I thought it would be certain parts. I thought the whole thing was nearly so upsetting and gut-wrenching that I could barely get through it. One of the things that I remembered as I was re-watching a lot of these is that I went through a period of time where I was reading a lot of crime dramas. Mm. And 
both Mystic River and Sleepers are two of the books that I read before the movies came Oh, out. okay. I didn't know they were books. And I remember seeing Mystic River and thinking, holy shit, this is so good. Yeah. And upon rewatching it, I thought, holy shit, this is so not good. Yeah. I mean, it was technically incredible. The acting was off the charts, but nobody gets to win. And I found that to be a through line in a lot of these, which I really wasn't expecting because I have watched some crime TV. Like I watch Criminal Minds. I haven't seen Law and Order, but I've watched some NCIS and those kinds of like procedural dramas that are centered around crime. And they have a very like law and order kind of procedural aspect that there's a bad guy, he's presented, he does bad things, and then they catch him and it ends good. But crime movies are not like that. Almost none of them ended in a way where I was like, thank God, relief, they've caught him. Even when that did happen, there was something else that complicated the story that made me feel so gut-wrenched at what happened to the people or someone that's like not a cut and dry bad guy. It was really interesting to see how many of them fell into that theme of yeah, like a, a bittersweet That are ending. meant to make you think rather than feel resolved. A hundred percent. Yeah. I was expecting them to kind of feel more of a resolution than many of them did. I didn't remember how Mystic River ended and I was extremely disappointed. Mm. Not only did it not feel resolved, but it also didn't make me make me think. I just felt annoyed, actually. I felt a similar thing because what made me feel, I actually exclaimed, I was sitting on my couch watching this by myself and I exclaimed, when when we find out that it's Brendan's brother and his friend that did it. Mm -hmm. And I literally said, but why? I don't understand. It made no sense to me. And like, obviously I literally made sense. Like after he, he talks to him and even then it's really not an explanation. It's just like when Sean Penn asks him. Why? They don't know. They were playing with a gun. I saw a car come with the kids lies down in the street. The car swerves, the clutch kicks out. Katie. And he's like, they're kids. I'm like, what the fuck? I was so gut-wrenched to find out who it was and that there was almost no reason yeah. that I was irate. I was mad. I, I was questioning it all. I was like, I don't understand. If this is who did it this whole time, I needed to have a reason and it didn't. It just was like meaningless. None. It, for, it was for no reason. And then when they talk about him, that he beat her with the hockey stick, I was like, what are mm. we doing? That Even that doesn't make sense. Yeah. That two young boys mm -hmm. who are really not bad kids right. accidentally do this thing. They would be so shaken up. They yeah. wouldn't. They didn't behave like they were shaken up. They behaved like they intended to do it. And then the it's, fact that it was like yeah. this accidental. And then I couldn't believe he killed him, Robbins. I couldn't. I knew he was going to. From them taking him to the bar and all that, I knew that he was going to die. I had, like, accepted it. But I just couldn't accept it. I couldn't believe that he did that. And then that his response to his friend is like... Thanks for finding my daughter's killer, Sean. If only you'd been a little faster. I was like, are you kidding me? That's your reaction? <laughs> it's <laughs> honestly, I think Sean Penn is the only redeeming 
his performance is the only redeeming part of this. Yeah. I don't even know that Tim Robbins w- was that good to me. He got an mm-hmm. Oscar nomination. So obviously he I was. I think he might have but- won. Uh, maybe he did. I think he, did they both win actually. I think they did. I think they both won. Yeah, they did. I enjoyed Tim Robbins' performance, but you're right. Sean Penn was clearly the standout. Well, we should have done, I didn't think about this. We should have done a rating on each one. Oh, well, I rated them on Letterboxd. Oh, okay. If you want me to give uh, my rating on Letterboxd. All right. Mystic River, I gave four stars. I think my rating would be two and a half. Wow. (laughs) Two and a half. The amount of disturbing Mm. stuff. There needs to be an amazing ending for that to be worth it. That's fair. I was so emotionally affected by it that yeah. it, it take to if it was just bad like to me a two and a half star movie is something that i'm like this is crap this was nothing there was nothing redeeming about it and even though it was upsetting emotions that i was experiencing it was such an intense visceral reaction that i had to the end and the, that's why i gave it the four stars the only thing i remembered about the end was that it was the boys who did it oh. so if i hadn't remembered that mm, okay then maybe that's that could definitely because that was what had triggered the reaction for me because when brendan's like sitting at the table and and he looks for the gun and it's not there i was thinking i'm like what is gonna be the explanation that they give and then when they don't give one i was beside myself so then i took a a quick left turn because i needed a a little bit of a, a mental break from that one and i watched fracture fracture was very good i didn't know anthony hopkins was in it so it was a pleasure to see him and of course sheriff twilight i never i didn't think that he was in it too (laughs) billy burke (laughs) (laughs) who i actually thought was terrible i thought his acting was really bad (laughs) but um this one i gave three and a half stars because it was good not great it was like a, f- a perfectly fine cut and dry story to me. I liked that it had that twist at the end. I liked that he was setting them up the whole time to kind of figure out his little mystery. And he thought he was going to get away with it the whole time. And then he doesn't. So I really enjoyed it, but it was nothing spectacular. I think I agree with your rating in terms of the plot. Mm-hmm. But my rating goes up because I just think Ryan Gosling is incredible. <laughs> He's your number one. He is. He, your I've fave. been thinking about it a lot over the last couple of weeks, uh-huh. and I feel like I'm ready to say that. It's a little embarrassing, though, because on its face, if someone says who's your favorite actor and you say Ryan Gosling, it's like, oh, okay. It's, it is a it's a thinker <laughs> of a choice because if people haven't seen the like breadth of his work, yeah, they might not really understand. They're like, oh, because of the notebook, because you find him hot, because he takes his shirt <laughs> off and crazy stupid love. But no, he was <laughs> he was really outstanding. I can't wait till we do his outside the actor studio because there are a handful of things he's done that you haven't seen that are breathtaking. Wow. I am ready to say that by when we do his. By the end of it, you he will be one of your favorite actors. Wow. Well, I really enjoy it now, which brings me, I'm going to jump, not the next one that I watched, but I'm going to jump to The Place Beyond the Pines. So I'm going to brace you a little. I didn't love this. 
but there were things that I did love about it. Can I interject for one minute? Yes, you can. I think it's okay not to love it. Mm-hmm. I think the second portion of it is far worse than the first. It's almost like you're watching two, two movies different that movies were yep. stitched together. And that's and the first like. one is incredible. Yes. So I thought as a movie, it was like not that good. The story didn't really connect all the way for me. I saw what they were trying to do. I understand the point they were making about like fathers and sons and the relationships. I got it. But I thought as a movie, it wasn't as enjoyable to watch because of it just didn't come together. Mm-hmm. But the first part riveted. I was any when he was not in it anymore, when when Ryan Gosling wasn't in it anymore, I thought it yes. completely suffered because yeah. I, I was waiting for him not to be dead. I mean, I saw him on the sidewalk, clearly dead. And I'm like, there's no way I was like, there's an hour and, and 20 minutes left of this movie. He can't be dead. What's going to happen? And it, it has nothing to do with Bradley Cooper because I thought he was wonderful, too. Agreed. It just was the story. They didn't like land it. That should have been the last 30 minutes. And it was the last hour 15. And it was a mistake. I 100% agree. I actually don't even have anything. To add. <laughs> I I hope that one day we do it as a standalone episode yeah. only because I love the first portion so much. And there's mm-hmm. so much I want to say about that. Mm-hmm. But as far as it overall in the context of this conversation, mm-hmm. you're right. And there's <laughs> nothing more to say. I will say that the bank robbing stuff, A++. I can't get enough. <laughs> I would watch a million movies about bank robbers. Yes. I don't know what it is about it. It is so exciting. It's so cool. I could watch them rob 70 banks. Let's just have Completely. a whole movie where they, they never got caught. Let's just make them rob a million banks. Um. All right. Let's go into Gone Baby Gone. Okay. Because I had mixed emotions about this one. I gave it another three and a half. But if I'm really being honest, I might knock it down to a three. I can agree with you on that. It's weird because most of these are really highly rated on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. And usually I think we like a movie more than it's yeah. yeah. But in this case, a bunch of them I liked less. And I can't believe A Gone Baby Gone is another one that I loved when I first saw it. And upon rewatching, I thought, no. This is another one where, like A Place Beyond the Pines, parts of it, outstanding. Parts of it were a five. And then there was so much of it that was like a two that the ending meandered too long. Yeah. Way too much going on. I thought it was a nice, not twist, because I I could kind of see that that's where it was going because of how obviously corrupt the police seemed. I was like, there's got to be something going on here. But when we find out that the, the cop is involved and all that stuff, I'm like, okay, good. That's like a good ending. And then it kept going. And then Morgan Freeman became behind the whole thing. I get that that's what made the ending have a thinking aspect, which did he make the right choice? And so it would have lost that aspect if it had ended before then. But I think I still would have cut that last like 15 minutes where they go to Morgan Freeman's house and find the girl and all that. It just meandered. I don't want to see Morgan Freeman getting arrested ever. I never knew that Ben Affleck directed this. Oh, well, I have some stuff to say about this. He's an outstanding director. Yes. I think he's a better director than he is an actor. And I agree, but also think he's an outstanding actor. He is. It was he, reinforced for me watching the town again. He really is. This is unhinged to say. I think he's underrated. I do. I think people don't give him enough credit. <laughs> people are like, 
Then that's like, ugh. And listen, we agree with the ugh. Yeah. But but I'm you're sorry. right. I yes. The direction in Gone Baby Gone is what made the movie. He's also an incredible writer. <laughs> yes. He wrote, he wrote or co-wrote the town. Obviously, yeah. we know about Goodwill Hunting. Of what course. the hell else has he written? Now I need to look it up. And this was his f- debut, right? I don't know. Also, do you know he speaks Spanish fluently? No. <laughs> Oh, he also wrote Gone Baby Gone. Wow. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He and Matt Damon wrote The Last Duel, what? which I haven't seen, but I know you did, and it was really good. Wait a minute, what? Yeah. I didn't know that. Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, and Nicole Hall of Center. Also, we do have to say, just because we're on the topic of Gone Baby Gone, that Casey Affleck is allegedly a full dirtbag. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because I I think he's a really good actor, unfortunately. Yeah. But which, that sucks. And also with this, the action stuff, A plus. When they go into that house and are looking for the girl and read it and all that stuff, the gun the shootout that goes down. I was, and also it had been a little slow before then. It was losing me a little. So I was extra exhilarated because it went from zero to a hundred. Yeah. This was his feature film directorial debut. Wow. Do you agree with Casey's character killing that guy? Do I agree? I mean, I don't agree with ever killing anybody, but in the moment I did. Yeah. Same. And actually I thought it was the strongest moment of the whole thing. I think he did an, an excellent job of really just, you could see it all on his face that it was like a split second decision that he made, but it all came, it washed over him and he just pulled the trigger. I think it's probably at odds with how I feel in general in terms of taking justice into your own hands mm-hmm. and even the death penalty and all that. Mm-hmm. But watching it when you're in it and when you know for absolute certain there's no question about it that he is the one who abused and killed that boy and has abused many other kids yeah he pulled the trigger and i just thought good yeah i'm sorry i did yeah and like when he's at the hospital later and his girlfriend comes up and says proud of you that man killed a child He had no right to live. Of course I am. You did what you had to do. No country for old men. Four and a half stars. This was unbelievable. The only thing I said to you before you watched it was... I need you to be really, really secure in your love for Javier beforehand because <laughs> this could really affect it. I don't, I've got news for you. It really didn't affect it because Good. I was so thoroughly enjoying the movie watching experience and he was so funny and I there wasn't a thing I would change I thought it was an a plus it's been so long since I've seen it that I won't even be able to talk to you about the plot uh-huh. but I remember that it was incredible. I mean, it it is like a shotgun blast, literally. It does not take any time to get into it. And then it is nonstop until it ends. I was watching it and my dad was in the next room and had seen it once before. He's, he's like, I'm you're curious to see how you feel about this because I don't know how I feel. And then he kept walking in to watch scenes because he remembered that they were so good. And then when it ended, he's like, what do you think? And I'm like, it wasn't even like a movie. It was, it started... And then it ended and it there was kind of no beginning, middle and end. It was just, this is what's happening. And it was unusual in that regard, but I loved it. And the action was great. 
and he was so funny. (laughs) There's a specific scene where he's talking to this guy at a gas station and he flusters him so much that I was cackling. He's asking him questions about things and he's getting so flustered because he's terrifying. And then he asks him to call heads or tails. What's the most you ever lost on a coin toss? Sir, the most you ever lost on a coin toss. I don't know. I couldn't say. Call it. Call it, yes. For what? Just call it. Well, we need to know what we're calling it for here. You need to call it. I can't call it for you. It wouldn't be fair. I didn't put nothing up. Yes, you did. You've been putting it up your whole life. You just didn't know it. And then he doesn't even get that he calls it and he wins. So he doesn't get killed. He's so beside himself that he can't even compute what just happened, that his life just got saved by him calling the coin. It was wild. I It's going to be, I think, the next one I rewatch. I, I, I would do a whole episode on it for sure. For sure. So do you want to talk about Training Day since that was the first watch for you, too? Yeah. Let's talk about it. Well, I want to hear your thoughts because I'm uh, ner- nervous about your face. When I tell you that I despised it, I can't say that strongly enough. Whoa, really? I will never again watch a movie where Denzel is the villain. I will not have it. I can't. He was so disturbing and so unnerving from the very first moment. Tell me a story. Wait. Like my story? No, not your story. A story. Since you can't keep your mouth shut long enough for me to read my paper, tell me a story. I don't think I know any stories. You don't know any stories? No. All right, I'll tell you a story. This is a newspaper, right? It's 90% bullshit, but it's entertaining. That's why I read it, because it entertains me. You won't let me read it. So you entertain me with your bullshit. Tell me a story right now. Go. Which I know is the point, but that kind of person who is so unpredictable in everyday conversation, you never know where it's going. You never know what they're tricking you into saying or Mm -hmm. thinking, or I, as I'm sure everybody, I I hate that kind of person. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, some people rise to that occasion and want to give it back to them or what I shut down. I don't, I can't deal with that. I hate seeing him as a villain. I hated seeing Ethan as like a little sniveling thing for most of the time. I was glad when he finally stood up for himself. But even then, it didn't really work until the very end. Yeah. I just hated it. Sorry to your mom, my Aunt Donna, who I know is a fan. No, no. I was going to say the exact opposite. She is going to be over the moon that you just said all that. Wait, but I thought she loved it. No, she said the exact same thing word for word to me. She has the, the... exact same opinion that you do which she did not she held her cards very close to the vest because i sent her a list and i was like which ones do you want to watch and she had given me she had eliminated some because she would have wanted to pay attention because she's never seen them and training day was one she didn't eliminate so i was like oh i'll watch training day because i know she loves denzel and so i picked it for that reason and then when it was over she's like i hate that movie i can't stand to see him as the villain i can't stand it she hates ethan hawk which is a totally different wrong opinion that she has now that you're saying that he annoyed you for being so like sniveling and meek i do see what you're saying but i wasn't thinking that while i was watching it this second 
second Denzel's character forced him to smoke, yeah. I was like, I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. I'm done with it. And then afterward, very quickly, we find out it was laced with PCP. No. <laughs> That's when I, as Ethan, would be like, hey, let's go grab a cup of coffee yeah. and get out of the car and be and like, never peace, get back motherfucker. <laughs> no. <laughs> There were there were a few redeeming moments. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great that he found the girl's wallet and yes. called her and that whole thing. But also that was not believable. It was way too coincidental. I don't know. I mean, yes, it is way too coincidental. But that was my favorite moment. It it some for some reason really affected me that him being a good guy in contrast to what he was experiencing all day is what saved his life. Yeah, and I thought that I that like was that. a really like yeah. poignant moment. He did the right thing. And it was the only time all day that he did the right thing. And it paid off by saving him. Nothing happened, okay? Because this cop came. I mean, he came out of nowhere and they almost killed him, though, but he kicked their asses like that. This car, what did he look like? Um, he was a white boy. He looked real young, too. So you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Nothing happened. Elegy. Yeah? We're going to talk more about this later. Okay. All right. What's up? What happened? Ain't going to blast him or what, huh? Who's telling the truth? Life's a trip, gunner. Huh? There's some trippy ass shit, Holmes. I also, for two thirds of it, was waiting to find out that Denzel's character actually wasn't a bad guy. Oh. I thought maybe at some point after they kill that guy in the house. Mm-hmm. And they're sitting in the car having that conversation. I can't remember exactly what he says. Oh, wait, we, we had badges, so it's different. Oh, mm-hmm. Son, can't open your eyes. Can't you see? Huh? That man was your friend, and you killed him <laughs> like a fly. <laughs> Come on, my friend, huh? Yeah. Tell me why. Because he knows my first name? Son, this is the game. I'm playing his ass. That's my job. That's your job. Roger sold dope. The kids. The world is a better place without him. Hey, this man was the biggest major violator in Los Angeles. I watched that cocksucker operate with impunity for over 10 years, and now I got it. The shit's chess. It ain't checkers. Made me think, you know what? Maybe the rules are different. Maybe this is something that we don't totally grasp until yes. you're in it. And what, and I just was waiting for that and it never came. And then I finally realized, Oh wait, he really is as horrible, horrible yeah. as we think he is. I totally agree. I actually thought the same exact thing in that scene. I was like, Oh, okay. Maybe he's right in a sense that like, this is the way it's gotta be because of his job, but you're right. It didn't end up being that. I also didn't like the way Ava Mendez's character was portrayed. It just felt like a, real stereotype and Mm. wasn't I don't know I just hated it wow interesting I didn't hate it I (laughs) really did you rate it I I gave it a four wow okay I gave it a four I don't mean wow like wow (laughs) (laughs) I mean it was Oscar nominated and I'm sure it's better than how I I felt about it. I can't disagree with anything you said. I think you're totally right. I just liked it. So the other two on here that I watched were not on your initial list. The first was Zodiac. Which I have seen, but I don't remember. This was a five star. It was two and a half hours long. It could have been seven and a half hours long. I was upset when it ended because I wanted to keep watching it. Am I remembering right that both Jake and Mark are in it? And RDJ. Wow. 
Okay, I got to rewatch that. <laughs> okay, and this brings me to one of my takeaways that's going to make you very happy. Jake Gyllenhaal is like one of the best actors I've literally ever seen. He's also one of the most versatile. And this is a, a fault on my part because I went through his filmography because I was like, wait a minute. Because I that <laughs> ended and I was like, I don't understand what's going on here. How don't I know that he's so good? And wait, did you actively think he wasn't good? No, I just this? had no... You just... Okay. I, I just thought he was like a run-of-the-mill, okay, just like a... A, cri- a Chris Pine. Cr- if Correct. You I would have totally compared him in the Chris Pine level of acting. And and that is because I've only seen him in Love and Other Drugs, which I've only seen once and I'm due for a rewatch on that. And the day after tomorrow. Holy shit. We have to do him next. We have to do him. And next. I am uh, listeners. I know I'm exposing myself for probably my biggest film gap because there's a very notable title that I did not name. I have not seen Brokeback Mountain, and I know that that's a huge problem. (laughs) I need to hop to. This has really inspired me because I could not, but I was captivated by him. He stole, he stole the show away from Mark Ruffalo and RDJ, who I also really love and think are great actors. I'm looking at his filmography now because I'm, I'm losing it. Can we just take a pause in the episode so I can talk about some of these for a second? Yes. Yes. It's it's a, it's an urgent matter. So you haven't seen Donnie Darko? Haven't seen it. No. The Good Girl. No. Nope. Jarhead. I'm telling you, I've only seen the two that I named. I went brothers. Oh my god! I went. I know, but I just have to do this. I just have to do this. I mean, he has me. I'm all in. He's my. uh, He is my actor of the moment. I'm ready to plow through his filmography next week. I am (laughs) all in. All in. I couldn't believe it. What would Taylor say? I know she's gonna be first. Kim now Jake. I'm really betraying her this year. If you get on here next week and say you're into Kanye. No, that'll never happen. But t- Taylor, I'm if you're listening and we know that you are, I'm I'm really sorry. But there's merit to both of them. Listen, she dated him. She was madly in love with him. She wrote a whole album about him. So she knows he's a great guy and an amazing actor. I'm sure she can appreciate that. She could separate her feelings. I, I have that faith in her. And if Zodiac didn't solidify it for me, the next one did. Prisoners, you got to put it on your list this instant. It is when did very, it come out? very disturbing. Uh, 2013. Recent, I was just going to say recently, like in the 2010s. Um, it's disturbing. It's about, of course, you know, because every movie is about this is two girls get uh, abducted. But it has so many twists and turns. And he is the detective trying to solve the case and Hugh Jackman is in it and um Paul Dano is in it wait I think I have seen it I feel like you would remember it really left an impression is Paul Dano although this doesn't really narrow it down I was just gonna say he plays the same guy he plays in every movie creepy creepy scary creep yes I have seen it you have seen it how could you not remember yeah. it? I'm picturing him in a room being creepy, <laughs> which does not, again, does not. What's hysterical is there's another but he's guy like that's locked goes. somewhere. Yes. He's like, he's, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's with the girls. Hugh Jackman is or... holding him prisoner um, because he okay, believes yes, that I have seen it. I can't believe that it hasn't stuck with you because it was oh, Viola Davis. Yes. I was just going to say, and her husband is incredibly famous too. I can't think of his name. Terrence Howard. Yes. It was another five star 
for me. And what was so satisfying about it was maybe of all the ones that I watched, it stuck the landing like I never expected it to. It was so good leading up that I was like, there is no way they're going to bring this together in a satisfying way. And they do. Ending is incredible. I'm not going to say anything about it because I hope that you watch it like you've never seen it. Because that that'll make it so much better. So many twists and turns. I and as a person, as you know, who was desperately trying to figure out what was going on, there was no chance in hell that I was ever gonna know what was going on. Cool. All right. We've arrived. <laughs> I swear to God, man. <laughs> All right. So I rewatched the town. I don't like your tone. All right. Here's what I'll say. I still did not like it. But th- there were parts that I did love and I feel like I'm I'm ready and tooled for the discussion about the town. <laughs> so if the discussion is going to be an argument, I'm not having it. It's not an argument. It's just here's the thing. In my opinion, I didn't like a single character and I wasn't I was barely rooting for Ben Affleck. And so to me, I had trouble grasping to something to root for. And that made it difficult for me to be invested in the story you only need to like one character mm-hmm. which is ben mm-hmm. why didn't you i it wasn't that i didn't like him i felt so bad for him that he wanted to get out and to and to be better and live a life that he was happy with and his partners were so evil and so ruthless that he just couldn't I feel like he couldn't get out and I all I did was feel sorry for him but I but I never got to the place where I was rooting for him to escape okay when you say his partners were so evil what do you mean it was so clear to me that he was more disturbed than maybe Ben was even aware of because his quick inclination to pull the trigger and to take it too far it was clear to me that he was fucked up in a deeper way than was initially presented. Did you feel like it was a new revelation? We were watching him unravel in real time and that he hadn't been that way previously. Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. It was like a devolution of his state of mind as things got more amped up. He was clearly becoming like an unhinged liability to to each job. And um, I really, really hate Blake Lively's character. I hate her. Her acting is so bad. It's embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. And I hate her character and the role she plays in the story that she sells them out in the end. I just am infuriated by that. I, I And she's the reason why three of the four are dead. Yeah. It makes me too mad to enjoy it. And like, like I said about Place Beyond the Pines, the bank robbing stuff, A+. plus. I was all in. I think their masks are really scary and really cool. The opening scenes are really great. When they have the botched job happen, that's really, I mean, the climax was exciting. But just the in-between, there wasn't enough for me to latch on to, to enjoy watching it like I did so many of the others. So you didn't become invested in his relationship with Rebecca's character? I really didn't. Did it move you at the end when they're on the phone and she says, Doug, Doug, I want you to come. I really want it. I really want to see you. It'll be just like one of my sunny days. Yes. And I love the ending, the very ending, when he, when she's reading his letter. No matter how much you change, 
You still have to pay the price for the things you've done. So I got a long road. But I know I'll see you again. This side or the other. Love that. I think you love it and you're not relinquishing to that it's not I just (laughs) I I was really trying I know you don't believe me but no I do if you tell me that I believe I really was trying because I hadn't seen it in so I literally hadn't seen it since it came out so it had been easily what 10 years 12 years it came out in like 2010 right so it had been a really long time so I was really trying to go in open-minded something was missing you weren't rooting for him I wasn't and I was happy that he ended up being successful in escaping and I was happy to see him maybe get some sort of peace and happiness did you love what she used the money for yeah okay so I can live with this there are things you really liked and appreciated yes but overall it's not a favorite I gave it a three three stars Hmm. okay I would give it a four I and listen, listen, it's Oscar nominated. Jeremy Renner, I believe, won for his performance. It's not, it's a highly, highly acclaimed movie. Didn't we look it up and it was like a 91% around to me? 92 as of yeah. today. So there's a lot to like about it. I just am not a huge fan. So that was all that I watched. What which ones did you watch that I didn't besides Sleepers and Dog Day Afternoon? That's it. Oh, okay. I have to watch Dog Day Afternoon. If nothing, if for no other reason than my dad has been trying to get me to watch Dog Day Afternoon for 10 years. It is whatever you think it is. It's not really. And it's also almost not a drama comedy, right? It's like very funny. Yeah, it's it's also not a comedy, but it is funny. Mm. It's quite funny. (laughs) I had only seen it once before over 10 years ago. So I didn't remember a lot of it. Mm. And when I started it in the first few minutes, I was thinking, is this really going to be as good as I remember? Like what could (laughs) even happen? I couldn't even think what could possibly even happen that would make me think it was good. And as I was watching it, I was like, Holy shit. <laughs> well, what's your what's your rating? What would you give it? A four. Wow. And how about sleepers? I know you said that this one that one was not as good as you remembered. Two and a half. Wow. So interesting. I can't wait to hear what you think about sleepers. Do you have you looked at the cast? Yes. It's insane. I watched the trailer. Oh, that's right. But also I looked at the poster when I pulled it up. I was like, is that Brad Pitt? I was like, is, is that Robert De Niro? <laughs> I can't wait for us to talk about it whenever it happens because I'm yeah. dying to hear what you think of Brad in this. Dying. <laughs> I can tell by your reaction that he's not good. <laughs> <laughs> when I first saw it, when I was... However old I was. Is this where you get your opinion that you don't think he's a good actor? I had no memory of him, of how he was in it at all. Mm -hmm. But upon watching it this week, I actually thought, is this what planted the seed? (laughs) I bet it is. I bet it is. I am going to finish the list. I'm going to watch Sleepers and Traffic and Man on Fire. And I watched the trailer for Man on Fire, though, and it looked a little weak to me. Have you ever seen that? Uh, It used to be one of my favorite movies. Again, another one. Wow. But I haven't watched it in a really long time, mm-hmm. so I don't know if it holds up. Gotcha. And it also has Dakota Fanning in it, which I, know, I, which I think you cannot hater. stand. But she's really little, though, and she's really cute. Mm. That could, you know, 
I, I like War of the Worlds, even though she's a huge part of it. So And Mark Anthony is in it. Ooh. And Denzel, you will love him. Oh, okay. It. Good. <laughs> I saw Catch Me If You Can on a bunch of lists. I n- wouldn't have necessarily realized it was a crime drama, but it actually is. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. As so many movies that are about committing any kind of crime can technically be considered a crime drama when did we talk about that what episode was it that we talked about leo oh actually if we're being technical we've talked about catch me if you can twice because i just randomly watched it one day and we talked about it on like a random recording and then we talked about it in the leo episode when can we do a part two honestly asap i'm gonna finish the list and we can do a part two (laughs) all right if you enjoyed this episode please share it with someone who you think might like it too and leave us a five-star review on itunes and on spotify till next time bye